Welcome to the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. I'm Andrew Kahn. I'm Ryan Zook. And I'm Aaron McMahon. The Michigan Wolverines are the 2023 College Football National Champions. Michigan dominated Washington and Houston to secure the program's first title since 1997. We break down the game, the post-game celebration, and what comes next, all right here on Wolverine Confidential. Guys, good to be with you here Tuesday morning in Houston, January 9th, early afternoon, uh, back in Michigan. The Wolverines are national champs, boys. What do you have to say? I need to sleep. I think we've been, in, at least I speaking for myself, I've been in a hotel, I think, 15 of the last 16 nights, or maybe 14 or 15. I don't know. Lost track days, time. Um, it's been a wild, wild journey, but uh, Michigan got where they wanted to be. Yeah, I mean, just an incredible season, incredible run, um, a, a, a dominating performance in the in the national championship game. I mean, they they were the best team in college football this year, and they knocked off I think four top teams in the end of it. Uh, yeah, like their schedule might have been weak early on, but they battled through all the off the field noise and the distractions, and and just they were just so consistent and and didn't make many mistakes. Um, just a unified group, and yeah, I mean, you could just see the euphoria on on the field after the game with just the families, the players. Uh, it's, this this meant a lot, and it was a long time coming for this program. Like 1997 was a long time ago, and then even before that, it was I think what 48. So mm-hmm. like this this hasn't happened very often, and um, yeah, it's uh, a wild late late night, but uh, very early morning. But um, yeah, pretty remarkable scene in uh, in Houston uh, on Monday night. Yeah, ninety seven was the last uh, you know title of any kind. But yes, got to go back to forty eight uh, for any title before that, and one that was the last that was you know undisputed, unshared. Uh, you know they of course split the, the national title in nineteen ninety seven with uh, with Nebraska. Um, yeah, I, maybe we should kind of go uh, chronologically here as we as we break this thing down. Um, the game itself, we can we can, we can start there. Uh, you know, it was a culmination of of everything you'd seen from Michigan throughout the season that that made them so good. As far as you know, a turnover free game and and you know forcing a couple, in dominant defense, great run game, and you know big plays in the in the passing game when, when they needed it. Um, yeah, what what kind of stood out to you guys the the most from this game? So much. I mean, uh, I guess I'll start with the defense, right? Like it's a unit that that came in ranked number one in the country, at least in in, in points allowed and they shut down statistically one of the best most explosive passing attacks in the country uh and i think there's no doubt right like we were we were talking about it last week how would how would the number one defense fare against one of the top offenses and you saw what happened i I thought they did a nice job of limiting michael Penix, making things difficult for him i I don't think he helped himself you know there's some throws where i I think he he wished he would have had back but i mean michigan made, made life difficult uh up front um, they, they, they covered receivers pretty well and they did enough. I mean, it, it's weird. Like when, when this Michigan defense changed in 2021, it was built to stop offenses like this. We saw it against Ohio state and, and they did it. They just, just that, I mean, they, they let teams drive down the field, but when it push comes to shove and you get inside the red zone, either they turn it over or, you know, you're holding teams at the field goal or you're, you're forcing a turnover and down. So that's what it, it was a similar situation. Um, it was, it's a well-executed defense designed to stop a modern day college football offense. And I, I thought it was the reason that they, they, they won uh, last night. 
Yeah, it seems like the, the days of Ohio State carving up uh, the Michigan defense on crossing routes against Don Brown's scheme is a long time ago now at this point. I mean, this this unit has come a long way and has been remarkable all year. But to me, it was I, I think the key was that for the first time in the playoffs, they actually had a fast start. Like the offense was humming early, uh, two touchdowns on the first two drives, 229 yards in the first quarter. And as we saw against Alabama, a little sluggers of a start, fell behind early in that game. This this game, they were in control basically from from the get-go. I mean, obviously, Mission or Washington made it a one-score game, and it was a one-score game until the fourth quarter. But I think the, the fast start definitely helped, and, and Mission was able to do what they wanted and, and try and control the clock. And as we know, yeah, the defense kind of took control too. So Donovan Edwards, people have been talking about where has the big plays been all season Hadn't had a, a run longer than 25 yards all year. And then, sure enough, his first two carries in the national freaking championship go for 40-plus touchdowns. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he has he has the talent. He's got the speed. And finally, he found some holes. Great job of the offensive line opening them and some and actually some good vision by him. And, yeah, Blake Corum also had a long 59-yard run. So it's that they got those explosive plays in the run game like they wanted. And J.J. McCarthy, he hasn't had a, a, a statistically a great second half, but this offense doesn't turn the ball over, and that is so key. And as we saw, yeah, it, it, it limits other opportunities. Like uh, Will Johnson had that interception to, or to, on the first play of the second half, led to a Michigan field goal. Like they don't do hurt themselves like other teams have against them, and that's just it's so huge to their success. It's exactly what we talked about before the game they needed to do to win. They followed that blueprint to a T. I mean, they, they, you know, pressured Penix enough and, um, you know, made him uncomfortable. And then offensively, we, we said, you know, some of their best, you know, defense could be a good offense and ball control. And, and, you know, that's how it went. I mean, especially right from the, the jump, um, you know, interesting Washington chose to defer and Michigan got the ball and, and, you know, sure enough had a, you know, eight play 84 yard drive, um, you know, to, took up a little less than five minutes. I guess the only thing you could have said they maybe scored from too far out initially, but uh, yeah. And then, I mean, their their first uh, three drives of the game: touchdown, touchdown, field goal. Um, you know, and they build that that early seventeen to three lead. Um, you know, it, it like like Ryan said. I mean, it got to seven points there at half, and it was uh, you know seven points entering the fourth. But in the end, a 34-13 win, I don't know, it kind of felt like the score was kind of indicative of, of the game. Close at times, but not at the beginning uh, and not at the end. No, and it almost seemed like it, it, the Washington offense just was never – seemed like it was in sync. And, again, it goes back to what I was talking about earlier. I thought the defense, Michigan defense, props to them. I mean, the unit as a whole, right? And it wasn't just a couple of guys. It was pretty much everyone. Everyone had impact. and in different situations you mentioned a couple of the turnovers they had that were there that were crucial um it was a very michigan-esque game it was something we've seen all season long whether it was you know whether they're playing unlv or whether they're playing uh alabama or, or you know or washington it was it was a remarkable game it was very very consistent team you know like this this michigan team might have maybe like one first round pick and that's if jj mccarthy decides to enter the draft but it, it's really astounding when you go up and down the roster. Michigan can have as many as like 14 or 15 draft picks. And these it's just a collection of guys on both sides of the ball who play together, plays a team. I, and I know it sounds cliche, but in, in like modern day college football, you don't see this every day. And, and it's it's a testament to, I think, Jim Harbaugh, you know, the, 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 the 
st- the staff and the roster he's built the last three years that's really turned th- turned the tide here in Ann Arbor. And um, they're the reaper rewards, right? They, they talked about this all season long. You know, winning a national championship was the only goal. Uh, and, and kudos to them. They're able to accomplish it in, in dominating fashion, right? Like you said, the score pretty much in, was indicative of, of how Michigan played. Um, you know, there was there was an opportunity there late in the second quarter where they they could have truly busted this game open. They didn't, uh, but in the end, they, they went comfortably and, and deservedly so. Yeah, and going back to the defense real quick, it, it's kind of funny now to think about like before the season we were talking about all right, maybe what could be a weakness of this Michigan team, and I think my, myself, I said, well, like secondary corner could be an issue because they lost DJ Turner last year. I lost Jamon Green. It's like, all right, yeah, you have Will Johnson coming back, uh, but he's still pretty young. And then outside of that, what who's who's going to step up? And Will Johnson has turned into a superstar, um, played exceptional last night. Uh, and then Josh Wallace also has been uh, quite the revelation coming from UMass. Um, and then, yeah, the, the, the safeties too. So it's like, this secondary went from, oh, maybe a question mark before the year to being a, a strength of this team. I mean, holding Alabama to 116 passing yards, limiting Michael Penix to 255 and 53% passing. That's pretty damn good to, to close the season in, in the playoffs and on, the, on college football's biggest stage. Another name to throw in there too, Mikey Sanders still. I mean, his open field tackling has gotten so much better from when he started last year. I know you missed that tackle against Alabama in the Rose Bowl, but I mean, I, I think he's got a bright future in the NFL. Jim Harbaugh has been talking him up. He's certainly going to be, be drafted this year. But I mean, even, even Monday night, he made some some really good tackles. Uh, you know, he's it's been remarkable to see the, the, the change from the offense to defense side of the ball for him. Uh, it, it was it was it was a it was a shrewd move by Harbaugh and his staff when they made it. And he's he's turned. To, I think he's really become the backbone of that secondary. He may not be the best player, but he's really grown into a, a piece of what they're trying to do, and and had a big hand in it all. Yeah, Sanders still had that great open field tackle. I made a note of it. It was it was Washington's second drive of the game. Uh, you know, his the player he was covering made a two yard catch, but it was third and five, and he and he tackled him right there to to force a punt. Uh, Will Johnson similar uh, second play of the fourth quarter. He makes a key tackle after a short game with with a lot there's a lot of green space behind him um you know if, if he doesn't uh and yeah they're just you know just little things that we've seen all year i mean alex orgy comes in somehow he, he runs the ball and it and it works um you know you, you know what he's uh you know that he's going to do that i feel like and yet um somehow it worked again and predictably a second run uh did did not um but yeah there was just there's just so much from this this michigan team that uh you know, we'd seen all year and they and they delivered again you know on the biggest stage and it speaks to like you were talking about last week in the lead up to the game but like the lines the fronts i thought the michigan offensive line it, it's they've kind of become like unsung heroes the last couple of weeks all the injuries and everything going on they played well against alabama they played well again monday night they looked like the bigger more physical stout unit and uh it was i think it was a big reason as, as to why they won and then uh Post game celebration, uh, you know, was pretty pretty wild as expected. I mean, in the locker room, it you know smelled like uh, cigar smoke and, and body odor combination. I not not uh, not gonna be making a cologne out of that that uh, scent, but yeah, you know, wearing a lot of players wearing cowboy hats. That was you know given out. That was part of the gift when they bag when they you know arrived here in in Houston. Um, so I saw a lot of players carrying. Uh, chairs the chairs that they sat in in you know at their locker just you know right across the field you know as Kalal Mullings you you taking that back to the hotel yep you know okay on the plane home yep uh so yeah I'll have a I'll have a story on uh 
mlive.com slash Wolverines, you know, hopefully by the time, you know, you're, you're even listening to this, that kind of, you know, takes you behind the scenes and, and details some of these things. But uh, yeah, I mean, you feel free to chime in with things you, you guys saw or, you know, just some of the, the, the fun moments from, from the post-game celebration on the field or in the locker room. Yeah, he, he he's not going to have to check that chair because they fly charter, so it's a lot a lot easier to get it on the plane. Um, but I, I, the first thing I noticed walking in the locker room afterwards, uh, to my right, once you right as soon as you walked in the front the door, uh, Mason Graham was sitting there in a chair. Uh, you know, his eyes were wet, welled up. It looked like he'd been crying. Uh, Michael Barrett was giving him crap about it, and he was on the phone with someone. I don't know who he was talking to, but uh, you could you could just see the emotion. You know, he's only a sophomore, but he's really become a big part of this. This Michigan front, you know, defensive line. Uh, he's, he's, you know, Jesse Minner talked him up, you know, in, in a few minutes afterwards, how how he can be a, a real star, uh, you know, in, in, you know, next year. Um, you know, Ward Manuel spoke to reporters on the field. He was very animated, uh, very brash, very kind of "I told you so." Um, you know, he was proud of Jim Harbaugh as he should be. You know, he stuck. He decided to stick with him after the 2020 season, after Ward said, you know, there were folks pushing him to, to, to fire Jim Harbaugh and he decided not to, um, you know, he, he, he sounded in a way kind of resigned to the fact that Jim is obviously entertained NFL interest here. You know, we obviously don't know if he's going to leave, but things are, things are going on and, and he acknowledged as much. Um, but no, I mean, it's just a lot, a lot of celebration. I mean, Jim's father, Jack was very animated during the postgame celebration on the field. Uh, as you, as you would expect, uh, just a lot of, a lot of emotion, uh, a lot going on. It was, I almost feel like maybe it was a weight off the shoulders for some folks because they've been, you know, all the off the field stuff, the pressure of, of having to do, you know, go 15 and 0 win it all, um, just to be able to do it, to talk about it is one thing, right. But to actually do it is another. And, and I think some guys had trouble kind of summing up in the moment, but I think when they look back on this year, they're going to realize like, you know, they're, they're not going to have another season like this. I don't think any of us are going to be part of another season like this. And it, it was, you know, it was, it was important to soak it all in. Yeah. I mean, and, and Jim Harbaugh too had some, some pretty good uh, post game quotes too. And he made, made a funny comment about finally being able to sit at the big person's table uh, at, at, at like family dinners and stuff. Now that he's finally won a national championship uh, or uh, like a main, a big time championship, like his father, like his brother John, who's the head coach of the Ravens, too. So, yeah, I think Andrew Town wrote a wrote a story about that too on MLive.com. So, a lot of lot of lot of good content coming uh, on, on MLive and throughout the night and and this morning too. Um, so it's been yeah, a long night, but yeah, like it's it's hard to capture everything that like I saw out in the field too. It was just like almost not overwhelming, but just like wow, like, this is it was just incredible. Like a fifteen and zero team and. And it seems like the season went on. It was like a, a season took all, all year. Like it was, it seemed long and short at the same time. And to culminate it in that scene was was pretty remarkable. And yeah, and at, at this point, it's it's feeling more and more like that potentially was Harbaugh's last game on on Michigan sideline. We've we've been saying for a while, you know, all it's really going to take at this point is an offer. So I think you know if it, that comes and it's the right spot for him, um, yeah, it, it sure seems like. Like it's going to happen, but yeah. Fifteen and zero. It's just um, an an incredible feat, um, you know. To I think I said on the the last podcast, uh, you know, they'd only be the third team. I think I, mis- I misspoke. You know, it, it's it's the fourth team now since nineteen hundred. Uh, maybe I was leaving out Georgia just last year, but um, yeah. I mean, in this in this modern era, you often can't afford a loss at any point just to get into the playoff. Um, so Michigan just you know rose to the challenge. 
week after week after week. Um, and this really, this really was an incredible team. I mean, they're just uh, like Aaron was saying that the, maybe the NFL talent isn't there, at least for next year. I mean, time will tell exactly how many of these guys, you know, you know, can go, but maybe not high end talent, I guess is the, is the better point there. Um, but yeah, they were, they were far and away, uh, the best team. Um, and you know, they, they proved it against all these other elite teams along the way. I mean, the only thing that could have made it better, I guess, is somehow they, they would have been the ones to knock off the two time defending champion, Georgia, but you know, Alabama did that. Alabama did that. And, you know, in pretty emphatic fashion, the SEC championship game. So they were the SEC champions and Michigan went through them. So, uh, you know, know what else more you can say about, you know, how impressive this run was for Michigan and that it you know, might be, might be the last team like this for a long time. They were built to win football games, and that's exactly what they did. They beat everyone who was put in front of them. You, you could say the Big Ten schedule was soft, and it was, but they beat everyone that, that you know, was, it was placed in front of them, from the Ohio State to the Penn States to the Alabamas to Washington, and, and that's all you can do. And, and, and that's something Jim Harbaugh all, it said all season long. We're, they can only do what we asked them to do, and, and the players and the staff did it. They accomplished it. Uh, so they deserve a lot of credit. Um, yes, there are critics and there will be, you know, we'll find out more as, as time goes on as the, the science ceiling stuff and whether it really played a difference or who knew or whatever. But in this moment right now, Michigan, Michigan can probably say that they're national champions and, and there's no question questioning it. You know, the, the new AP poll came out this morning and I looked at the, the individual voters and every single voter, all 60 plus had Michigan number one. And, and so you can throw out all this, like the off the field stuff and, and whether they cheated and all that, that crap, but like they won They're national champions and they were recognized as such Monday night. And they will, um, you know, it sounds like there's a parade scheduled for Saturday. Uh, and, and, you know, Michigan fans deserve a, uh, you know, the opportunity to celebrate and, and they will. Yeah. We're, we're talking about how difficult 15 0 could be. I mean, next year a team could potentially go what more than 15 and 0 with the, with the new playoff. But yeah, I mean, I, at this point I can almost guarantee you Michigan doesn't run the table again next year with their schedule. That would be the most remarkable feat probably of, of all time if they're able to do that. But yeah, there's there's a lot of decisions to make now for for some players, and this team will probably look a, a lot different in 2024. But yeah, I mean, this 2023 group will, will be remembered for a long, long time. Give me give me maybe a play and a moment before we wrap up from this season that uh, you know you'll think of when you when you think of this season. I can go first maybe while you guys think because I put you on the spot. I'll say for the play, uh, it was Roman Wilson's catch on the fourth quarter drive of the uh of the rose bowl win um you know over over alabama to, to set up the touchdown he eventually had the touchdown catch but i mean part of this was it was it was just right in front of me there on the sideline um and then to see eventually see the replay only made it more incredible that the ball was tipped and and the spiral held um and you know that obviously was, was so clutch and, and set up um yes the game tying touchdown and then the game winning touchdown uh in, in overtime um and maybe give me a moment to think of something that's that's not an actual play. But you guys, some yeah, it's got something that comes to mind. Yeah, uh, for me, it's it's the Rod Moore interception at the end of the Ohio State game. I mean, that's just I'll never forget seeing the, the everyone just start sprinting upfield. Someone took off their helmet and got flagged for it too. And it's like, wait, did did he actually catch it? And, and like the review because the penalty were to stand it. I mean, Ohio State was marching there. And uh, getting uh, Jalen Harrell getting that pass rush and, and forcing the uh, McCord to rush that throw and uh, yeah, sending Michigan fans home ha- happy in a in a, a jubilant moment like that. It was uh, yeah, I mean, people talk about Michigan Ohio State games for decades and and 
and I think that will be remembered. I mean, if, if Ohio State goes down and scores there, that is a painful loss for the Wolverines and, and Ohio State, their biggest rivalries in the Big Ten Championship instead. And who knows, maybe they're at this game and, and national champions. But yeah, Rod Moore, the Ohio native, stepping up and, and making that play and, and sending the Buckeyes home was uh, pretty memorable. That was the play I was going to say, but I'll give you another one that came to mind too. It was Blake Corum's uh, touchdown run in overtime against Alabama in the Rose Bowl. Uh, th- that's, I think, when I realized uh, that this Michigan team had what it takes to win the national championship. Um, it, I thought it was Blake's best run of the year. It, it, it seemed like he was back, his burst. And, you know, for a guy who, who proclaimed national title or bust at the beginning of the year, um, you know, I, I thought it was a memorable play in my, in my mind. Uh, memorable moment. Um, when I think of this season, I'm probably going to think of Michigan landing in state college and learning of Jim Harbaugh's suspension. Obviously I wasn't there, but I can tell you that there were folks on that plane that were very upset about that, uh, emotional about it. And just seeing the pictures afterwards and just the, the, the hours, uh, leading up to that game and after that game, being there in state college, I think I, I, at that point, I think that's when everyone realized that emotions were high. There was a lot going on. And I think maybe the first time Michigan appeared um, a little, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but like they, they, they seemed like they were, I don't know, they, they, they could have been had, but like, I, I don't know. It was, it was weird. At that moment, I thought maybe they'd lose, they'd lose that game to Penn State. But the fact that they were able to rebound and, and do it in dominating fashion, do it the way they did, and then show Moore's post-game interview, um, that game, that day, I, I think will probably live with me for the rest of my career. Yeah, and then and then the Shrone-Moore post-game, uh, post-game TV interview, too, and it balling his eyes out, too, going viral. That, that's, there's actually a lot of memorable moments for the season. And maybe, maybe on the flight home tomorrow, I'll kind of like go through and kind of collect the thoughts and let's like, just think of everything that went down this year because it, it was uh, just an uh, insane roller coaster whirlwind season. Um, but, uh, yeah, it will be, it'll be memorable. Yeah, I'll say uh, after the Michigan-Ohio State game in the post-game press conference, J.J. Uh, McCarthy was, was done at the podium, and he's, he's, he's walking out, and he spots uh, Blake Corum's dad, and they embrace, and, you know, Corum's dad congratulates McCarthy, and he says, you know, I mean, he takes it, and he's, he's, he's happy to, you know, for the victory, but, I mean, he says very seriously, you know, three more to go. Uh, and he was talking about, of course, the Big Ten Championship, and a playoff semifinal and a national championship, and and they got it. I mean, this team just it just speaks to how focused they were on winning this whole thing, and they did it. Uh, you know, so many teams can set those goals, but to actually to actually do it was was incredible. There's there's a lot more uh, to come from our side uh, of this thing as far as coverage um, and and looking ahead. We touched on some of these things: Jim Harbaugh's future. Um, Wolverine players making decisions on on their potential NFL futures. Uh, the transfer portal will remain open a little longer for uh, these teams in the championship, and you know Michigan could be adding or you know losing more players that way as well. So um, yes, the off season I guess now is is officially underway, but um, the focus on this, of course, is is recapping Michigan's national championship season, fifteen and 0, first title since nineteen ninety seven. Uh, We'll have plenty more coverage on MLive.com slash Wolverines. Thanks for listening.